things that uh, that occurred to me is I said this when I heard the Cam stuff, the Cam Newton stuff. I said this should be the approach of every athlete all the way through, whether you're at the junior high level, the high school level, college, professional sports. The attitude that Cam Newton takes uh, about the competition at quarterback. Uh, and we'll get into it here in just a few minutes, but uh, we'll we'll do that for you here coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is Game Time, and it's on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very muggy conditions. Low temperatures fall to 73 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow, high of 97. Our heat index tops out at 101. And the same story on Friday, mostly sunny skies, a high of 96 with a heat index right at 100 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. It's One Chicago on a Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before, maybe maybe more than you'd like to hear me talk about it. So the, the line exactly is, it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Ha ha, I know. Well done by Derek Haas. We appreciate that. A mention of Baylor winning the national championship on Chicago Fire last night. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. All right, uh, 11 minutes after 4 o'clock, 4.11. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour service of Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. And again, uh, this is, I, 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 I ran across this earlier today, and I thought, you know, this, in my opinion, is exactly how I think athletes should approach things. The, uh, the question was, uh, you know, Cam Newton was signed to a another one-year deal for the 2021 season, and and uh, the uh, Patriots then drafted Mac Jones, and when he was available in the uh, 15th spot in the NFL draft, and Cam Newton said he was the right pick, and you know that kind of stunned me for a second. Uh, listen to this audio, and, and then we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll discuss. You know, it didn't it didn't make me feel any type of way because he was the right pick. You know, what I'm saying in my opinion, and. You know, he was the best player available, and that's what the NFL draft is for. Um, as far as, you know, having any any chip on the shoulder, like, I mean, stating the obvious, I don't need too much to get myself going, let alone, you know, that happening. And it's no disrespect to, to Mac. It's no disrespect to, you know, Bill and, and his decision. I, I support it 110% because there, you still have to do what's right for the organization. 
uh, for the long haul. So, you know, like I said, I re- will reiterate, it's like we all have to make each other better. And it starts with ourselves and holding ourselves to a daily st- So there you go, uh, Cam Newton talking about uh, the, the draft. My takeaway was, was it, that was refreshing. He, he, there was no, hey, I'm going to hold out. There was no, hey, I want to trade. Hey, there was no, release me. You, this is not what you promised. You promised that I was going to be. There was none of that. Cam Newton said, you know what? This, that was the right guy at the right time, and they drafted him. And welcome to the National Football League. Uh, and Cam, you know, went on to say that it's going to be about competition. They'll all get out there. He said every guy, including Stenham, you know, that's a part of the organization, wants to be the starting quarterback. There's nothing new about that. That's, you know, that's not surprising that uh, that all the guys want to be the guy. They want playing time. They want to be the starter, including Cam Newton. And EPI, I just, I found that that response, I found that that reaction different than what most players in today's and you know if it's a college player he's going to go well you know what I'm going to go put myself in the uh in the portal and I'm out of here uh in in an NFL guy would well I'm going to hold out I mean you know I want out of here but that wasn't his approach I mean I I found it refreshing it was very mature uh approach uh to the question and a very good answer and and surprisingly Coming from Cam Newton, who at times has been all about himself, and here he's not. Certainly not here. Maybe there's some maturity there. I mean, Cam realizes that uh, that he's, in football terms, not a spring chicken, and in that, you know, probably his better days are behind him. But uh, and that he does not have as many snaps available to him as as he once did, and and that the Patriots or any other organization, for that matter. They have to look out for their best interests and their future interests. I, I just found it. I, I just, I just love the approach. And he basically said, "Draft whoever you want to." I mean, to me, when reading between the lines, he said, "Draft whoever you want to, throw, roll out the ball onto the practice field, and let's go compete and see who wins the job in Coach Belichick's eyes." And uh, playing for the uh, Patriots, you know, he is like under the mic. You know, he's under the microscope all the time by the press. Now, the Boston press is, you know, that actually they've had, they've uh, given him a fair shot. And uh, but it, you know, they're going through the world after Brady, and uh, it, it's all new, and they really don't know what uh, the future holds for Bill Belichick or the uh, Patriots. Are they going to bounce back this year? Is Cam going to be the guy that's going to do it? Uh, he didn't do it his first year, but he didn't also get a, a full shot at it as well. But uh, he's got some competition now. He really does. Yeah, there's guys there. But, I mean, if you're looking for a veteran, if you're looking for a veteran with leadership, you're probably going to you're probably going to dial up Cam Newton. I mean, if you get to a point in your season where you say, you know what, it's just not going to happen here or it's just not going to work here, and then you make that move. But I, I would suspect that – you know, unless Mac Jones or somebody comes out of nowhere and uh, and, and dials it up, then Cam Newton's going to be their quarterback. Well, I, I can't not, imagine that anybody else is going to win that job. Yes, it's certainly not going to be Stidham. And, I mean, it could be. We don't know. But uh, the the odds are it's not going to be. He it didn't look like he actually was going to be the uh, player of the future, the quarterback of the future at Baylor before the Bryles thing. And then he left. But uh, still – 
Uh, said it would be a good backup quarterback for many years, but I don't think he's a starting quarterback. Well, the competition is between uh, Newton and Jones. I think that's pretty clear. They drafted him 15th overall. Cam Newton's the veteran guy, so that's that's where the uh, that's where the competition is going to come down to. Why don't in today's in today's athletic world, why don't more guys take that approach? Why don't more guys take what I call the old school approach? You know what? You may have won the job today, but there's always tomorrow, and I'm going to outwork you today to win that job back tomorrow. Well, it's uh, the nature of the sport these days. Uh, we have athletes that are uh, coddled uh, uh, from high school through college, and uh, they they feel that they have a sense of uh, you know being something more than they really are, and uh, so they they lose their perspective in life, and and quite often they speak without thinking. It's a seventeen after four, and and again, uh, you've got guys that that if it, it was promised to me, it it was promised to me. You promised. Well, come on. Just whether they did promise it to you or didn't promise it to you, strap it on and go win the job. Strap it on and go compete. That aspect seems to be gone in in athletics. And, you know, it's been gone for a while, I think, in professional athletics. But now it's drifted down to collegiate athletics. You know what? I know I'm not going to hang around here. I'm going to go get in that portal and I'm going to go find me a place to play. And it may take me three stops, but I'm going to find me a place to play. So uh, that's it. Just, I don't know. And maybe I'm being a little cynical here, but that's just my, my attitude. Just watching guys. I mean, it, this is what's, it, it, it's, it's like, it's changing. It's kind of in front of our eyes. The, uh, you know, what, what athletics looks like. Yeah, the mobility of athletes, they don't stay in one place. Uh, they don't go four years to a college most of the time. Uh, like you t- brought up the protocol, the uh, transfer protocol yesterday, and uh, students are moving all of the time, and they don't like it in one place to go to another. I can understand if they don't, don't like it, Coach, but even back in the old days, Tom, it didn't matter once you signed your name on the dotted line, you know, you were committed to that school. It's not that way anymore. And so that's, that it's changed the landscape. It has. And, you know, and I often have thought that the the scholarship program needs to be overhauled. You know, if I sign, it used to be if I signed with you as the athlete, I'm committed to you for four years. You as the school, you were committed to me for one year. A lot of people didn't realize that and still don't. The the scholarship going back to the athlete, the 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 coach or the or the school can can uh, they have a they have the right to non renew that that scholarship where the the athlete does not or didn't. They do now. They certainly do now. Uh, they've got the transfer portal and they all have one freebie. Uh, so you know without having to sit out. So. There you go. All right, so 420. It's 20 minutes after 4. This is game time on uh, ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we are going to be joined by Kendall Rogers. Kendall is with uh, D1 Baseball, and we'll get to Kendall and get his thoughts on, on uh, you know, everything that's going on in college baseball, including a look back at the uh, Super Regionals and a look ahead to the College World Series. That's next right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers look to split their series with the Astros tonight in Houston. 
3-2 pitch hit on the ground to third over the back fair. Holt has it. Long throw across. And he got it. He's doing my baseball. Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler, Zach Walchuk, and me. 1-1. He swings and rockets one into right center field to base hit. That one's going to roll towards the wall and bounces off of it. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 6.30 on the Rangers Radio Network. Don't miss country legend Doug Stone. Friday night, June 25th at the Waco Hippodrome Theater in Waco. Tickets start at just $20 and can be purchased at WacoHippodromeTheater.com. Proudly presented by Shooter FM, Kicker Country, and JMT Music Entertainment. I need a jukebox with a country song. The Jeep Freedom Day sales event is going on right now at Freedom Country in Killeen. And you can catch a great deal on hundreds of vehicles, both in-store or online. And every new Jeep comes with a membership to America's most valuable customer care program, the Jeep Wave Customer Care Program. Get worry-free maintenance for your new Jeep at no additional cost. Come see why you can always buy for less in Killeen. Visit us in-store or online at freedomcountry.com. We're making car buying easy with five makes, two stores, all in one location at Freedom Country. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? At Pickup Outfitters, we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco. We're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Time for our Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by Slovacic Sausage. Rangers and the Astros continue their series tonight down in Houston. Lyles on the mound for the Astros. Grinky will go to the hill. Uh, Lyles on the mound for the Rangers, rather, and Grinky will go to the hill for the Houston Astros. 6.30 broadcast time right here on ESPN Central Texas. Longtime Dallas Mavericks president of basketball operations and GM Donnie Nelson out after 24 seasons with the franchise. And three Baylor baseball players were named to the 2021 ABC Rawlings All-Central Region with Andy Thomas being tabbed to the first team. Luke Boyd and Jarrett McKenzie were selected to the second team. 
And that is a check on the sports news of the day. Our sports news of the day brought to you by Slovaks in West. It is 424. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and EP, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a a Wednesday afternoon. On this uh on this Wednesday, we uh we're gonna talk to uh we're gonna talk to Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball here in just a couple of minutes on the program. So it's uh, and we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the uh, TCU thing. We're gonna get into the Aggies. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, what happened in the um, in the uh, in the super regionals and uh, and discuss what's coming up in uh, in, in as far as uh, the uh, College World Series is concerned. And, and the College World Series will begin Saturday. Uh, with Stanford taking on NC State, that's going to be a one o'clock first pitch Saturday afternoon from TD Ameritrade Ballpark in Omaha. And you know every, everything changes, but uh, Rosenblatt was uh, was a place that I absolutely loved to go and and uh, thought it was the coolest place that I'd ever been. And, and when all the activities were going on, uh, you know, outside the ballpark as you were getting ready for for the uh, for the World Series, I always thought that was a a, a cool place. So. Uh, I think we, I think we got Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball joins us. Good afternoon, Kendall. How are you, buddy? Oh, yeah, lost him. Well, we'll fig- we'll get it figured out here. Uh, so we'll we'll get to Kendall here in just a second on the program. But yeah, I always thought, and and, and I know that uh, you know everybody says, well, you got to change, and 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 so they did. But you know, it was just the setting of Rosenblatt. It was over by the. The uh, the zoo and that was a cool zoo by the way and, and just it was just a neat place it it had that uh, it had it just had that homey feeling to it as far as I was concerned so uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and everything else that is going on in the wide world of sports here on this uh, on this Wednesday afternoon but we'll get into that with Kendall here in just a couple of minutes we are efforting Kendall now uh, for the program so. There you go. I, I think I think we are ready to go with Kendall here on the program. Kendall, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing all right. Long time no talk. It's good to hear your voice, my man. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good. Just you know, one year off of the College World Series, and we're back in business. So I, I cannot be happier. Although it's going to be a little toasty this weekend at Omaha. <laughs> well, it, you know, and it's toasty now. We were just talking about that. We went from 75 and, and rain for three straight weeks to 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 97 degrees. Hey, before we talk about what's going on in Omaha, let's go back a couple of major moves. Uh, first of all, Jim Schlossnagel to Texas A&M. A, was that surprising, and B, is that a great move for the Aggies? Uh, A, it's not surprising at all. I think he was the guy that we all kind of expected to get that job. You know, obviously he he had some flirtations with Mississippi State a few years ago. Uh, I think for him it wasn't exactly the right time. And, you know, I think when you look at his situation now, you know, he's really kind of done all he can do at TCU. He's got, you know, his, his kids are out of, out of high school and stuff like that. They're in college now. And so – I think from a timing standpoint, which I think is pretty much the most important thing when you're looking for a new head coach is just the the timing of the situation. Uh, it was perfect for him, and I think this is a really good move for A&M. Obviously, there were some names like Tony Vitello and whatnot in the mix um, for that job. But I think when you look at coaches that are tied in the state of Texas, uh, coaches that have won a high, at a high level in the state, and, oh, by the way, coaches that have, that have knocked A&M out of the postseason in the Super Regional round, uh, he, he kind of fits that bill. So, 
you know, he fits the same mold as a, as a kind of a Jimbo Fisher type of hire, in my opinion. You know, he had a couple of lean years, got the Frogs back on track and as a top eight this year. And now we'll, we'll see what he can do in the SEC, which uh, with what promises to be a pretty, pretty high-powered staff, I feel like. And then yesterday, TCU promoted Kirk Sarloos, and I think we all thought that that was going to happen. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, Kirk is, has put in his time. I mean, this is a guy that uh, was certainly a, a heralded pitching coach at Cal State Fullerton before making the move to TCU. And, uh, you know, he turned down Stanford and turned down Rice uh, with the idea that eventually, uh, you know, because Jim has always kind of covered the SEC, and I think he kind of saw it as a, hey, I'm going to wait my turn here, and then once uh, Jim leaves, you know, I've positioned myself to take over, and he's done a really nice job. He's an elite recruiter. He's a solid pitching coach, and he's certainly beloved in the program. So I thought that was a kind of a no-brainer hire for the Frogs. Were you surprised that they, and I don't know how, how extensive they did, but they did say that they were going to open it up in, in you know for a nationwide search. I, I kind of assumed that they would just do it. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts there? Man, I think they were doing their due diligence. I mean, I had no doubt from from talking to sources that reached out to Dan Heefner. My understanding is that he didn't have a lot of interest. And, you know, Dan is interesting. You know, Baylor, a few years ago, went after him. Uh, Oklahoma's gone after him, and he's rebuffed both. I just think Dan is one of those guys, like, he's his own dude. Like, he kind of feels like he's he's etched the path for, you know, his, his career at, at DBU. He's not really looking big unless it's a huge SEC job or something like that. So, I think they kind of inquired it at people like Heefner, and I think once you know Heath and a few others probably rebuffed him a little bit, they're probably like, you know what, we're better off just going with Kirk. And that's not to say that Kirk wasn't their first choice, but uh, I do know they did reach out to a couple of guys, particularly Heefner, and I don't think the reception was quite as warm as they may have liked. Talking with uh, Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball. All right, Kendall, Super Regionals, we just wrapped them up. Uh, man, and I thought if, if, if it was going to happen, this was the year for DBU to get to Omaha. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you look at their matchup with Virginia, they, they unfortunately just caught Virginia playing really, really good baseball. I mean, Virginia and NC State, you know, NC State knocked off Arkansas. Both of those ACC teams, Tom, I mean, from about the midseason point on, um, they played outstanding baseball. And, you know, Virginia is one of those teams now. You, you saw the big home run from Kyle Teal uh, late in that game against DBU. They're one of those teams that kind of had that magical team of destiny look to them. I mean, they're just getting all the big hits at the right time. What about Arkansas? I mean, uh, again, what a terrific ball club that they built. Never lost a weekend series until Supers. Yeah, you just never know. I mean, I, I, you know, to make it Arkansas-related, I, I think back to that really good Baylor team who had Arkansas beaten in that Super Regional. And Twelve. The one, one play happens and the whole thing goes to hell. And so I just, you know, baseball is crazy. And baseball can be great. Uh, baseball can be cruel. And I think when you look at Arkansas – they just did not – I mean, they just not look like the same team the last two weeks. I don't know if the deep run through the SEC tournament wore them out a little bit or what, but they just didn't hit with the same kind of intensity they had the last couple of weeks. you got to give NC State some credit. But, you know, the, the one thing I didn't like, and I very seldom, and, and I hate to even criticize coaches here, but the one thing I didn't like is when you look at a couple of these SEC teams that started their closers in the last game, uh, particularly Arkansas, I just don't like the idea of, hey, you know, your weekend rotation t- brought you this far, and oh, by the way, in our last game, we're going to start our closer. Uh, I just think that's setting the wrong tone. I think it's setting the tone that you feel like, hey, unless Kevin cops to the mound, I don't think we can win. I know that's not reality, 
But, I mean, that's perception, and sometimes perception is reality. No, and I, I, t- I agree with you. We talked about that a lot around around the radio station is why do you change things? I mean, it, and it's not like that you were short on arms. You had guys that have, have competed at a high level for you and won for you, yet you chose to go to the back end of your bullpen and get your closer. Yeah, I just, you know, Kevin Cobbs threw about as well as he could. It's just, I just think that puts some unnecessary pressure on your team in that situation. Top of the order didn't hit. That's the other part that that happened in that Arkansas series. That usually helps. <laughs> so, we're with with coming off of COVID and and you know and with with players being able to to stay over and, and get that fifth year if, in, in some cases. Where, where are we with with college baseball? Where's the what's? Give me kind of a state of the union in your opinion. You you cover this as well as anybody uh, covering college baseball. Where are we as far as is is college baseball? Just the overall landscape of college baseball right now. You know, it's interesting. I really thought when the COVID shutdown happened, uh, I was very concerned about college baseball. Like I was kind of thinking, okay, we're going to do all these cuts here, here, and here. We're going to lose a lot of programs. College baseball is not doomed, but it's going to take a hit. And frankly, I mean, outside of three or four programs, college baseball got out of the pandemic pretty unscathed. And I would argue, too, and I can only judge based off of our traffic and subscriptions and things like that. Like, I would argue that the interest level in college baseball is greater than it ever has been. And, you know, I think the level of play this year has been very good. And I think the next step for college baseball is, you know, once we can kind of get all these athletic departments back on track financially, is looking at the scholarship situation. Clearly, there's some Title IX implications here. But, you know, Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, brought up a great point during the SEC tournament that, you know, let's let's move college baseball from an 11.7 equivalency sport to a headcount sport where, you know, you're, you're getting, you know, 12 or 13 people on a full scholarship uh, as opposed to giving everybody 25%. Now, uh, that's going to require a lot of kids to walk on and pay their own way. But, I mean, you got to remember, most kids are paying almost their whole way now. So, you know, if anything, if you have 12 or 13 full rides, that gives the ability for, you know, coaches to go out there and be able to tell a, a second-round pick, hey, A, you have a better chance to get to the, the big leagues by coming to college, and B, oh, by the way, you're not paying a penny for school. And, and Kendall, the, the other part of that equation is when you give a partial, when you give a partial scholarship, you now have minimums you got to meet. It didn't used to be that way. I used to be able to just give you books and help this guy with room and board. Now, when I give you part of that eleven point seven, I've got to give you, uh, I got to meet minimums, and that really makes it difficult on college baseball coaches. Yeah, and just to make it, just to keep it local. I mean, if if I'm a if I'm Steve Rodriguez and I have a kid in Waco who you know goes to Midway and doesn't you know obviously can afford to go to Baylor and doesn't need to you know we don't need to give him a scholarship and if he loves Baylor and you know what Steve can get him to go to Baylor for zero percent like why shouldn't you be able to do that I mean not not every kid needs you know a lot of kids for instance I mean growing up my parents put away money for college so. Uh, you know, maybe in that situation, I might not have need, needed 25%. I know a lot of people aren't in that situation, but there are a lot of kids out there who play baseball, who are really good at baseball, who would love to go to a place like Baylor, Texas, or A&M, who don't necessarily need to get any money. 436, we're visiting with Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball. All right, let's 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 look at the, uh, the the College World Series. And, you know, just on paper, who, who is the, who, who's the favorite coming out of this group? Well, I mean, I just think right now, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really 
be scared of their opponent if I'm Bandy. But, I mean, I do lean Bandy. I think Arizona is very dangerous. I mean, people talk so much about their home run ability. Uh, I look at their, their doubles ability in a, in a ballpark like TD Ameritrade. If you can hit a lot of doubles, uh, that's very good. Uh, but, you know, if Vanderbilt is clicking on all cylinders, it's just hard to imagine uh, Kamara Rocker and, and Jack Light are not taking care of business. I thought both of those guys were excellent in the regional, super regional round, especially Kamar. You know, he's a guy that when the big, the big lights on the big stage are on, like he is not, uh, he's not any better. Um, you know, he's, he's just an incredible, incredible competitor. And then Jack Leiter, I thought last weekend, you know, Kamar got him off to a great start against TCU, but I thought Jack Leiter, I thought his slider was electric against East Carolina. So if those two guys are pitching like that, uh, they're going to have a lot of success. I think the big key in, to watch in that game is Arizona's ability to get Kumar Rutgers' pitch count up. You know, Arkansas in the SEC tournament, they really laid out that, that slider. Kamara wasn't able to throw that slider for a lot of strikes. So what happened? Well, the fourth inning, he's already 85 at 90 pitches. He was out of the game. That's going to be the formula for Arizona. We'll see if they can execute it. And then the other bracket, uh, for me, it's Texas or Mississippi State. I mean, Tennessee, uh, they hit a lot of home runs. I just wonder how, how much that style trade, especially the wins likely coming in from the south. Uh, but I look at Texas and Mississippi State. Those are both teams that are playing at a very high level. They're both teams that have a knack for getting clutch hits. And I'm I'm assuming you like the depth of the Texas pitching staff. Yeah, I mean, you, you could argue Vandy is obviously the, one, the the best one-two punch, but I could also make the strong argument that Texas has the best one-two-three punch. I mean, I think Pete Hansen, their number three starter for me, is probably the best arm they have. I mean, I think he's the most consistent the quote-unquote best stuff they got on that staff. So, I mean, you can make a legit argument that Ty Madden is their third most efficient pitcher right now. And as far as you mentioned TD Ameritrade, uh, tell tell our listeners how different that ballpark plays than Rosenblatt. It's interesting because it all really depends on the weather. I mean, I, I think it was a couple of years ago, we had like six straight days where a cold front blew through, so the wind was blowing straight out. Uh, but like right now, it's supposed to be really hot this weekend. That tells me it's coming. It's going to be coming in from the south, and so that means if you're a home run hitting team, pretty much the only way you're getting out of there is by hitting it down the right field line because it is 408 to dead center. So it is very much a pitcher friendly ballpark. And I think it was, uh, I want to say it was UCLA who scored like nine runs the whole World Series and won the College World Series back in 2013. Of course. That was with a different ball, but still the point remains. Yeah, and, and Rosenblatt, uh, a routine fly ball, if the wind's blowing right, can get out of there. Yeah, I still remember Mitch Moreland from Mississippi State. If you remember that little pavilion out in dead center, I remember him one bouncing it off of that out of the whole ballpark one time. <laughs> hey, hey, so uh, what's going on with D1 Baseball? What can, uh, what can our, our listeners, if they go to D1 Baseball, what are they going to find right now? Man, we're going to have all sorts of stuff. We'll have a ton of World Series coverage. We'll also be all over the transfer tracker. Obviously, players do not have to sit out this summer if they transfer, so that's going to be very active. And, of course, we'll have a lot of summer league coverage. You want to follow A&M, Texas, Baylor, TC, you name it, players on the summer circuit, uh, we'll have all that covered. So it's been a really busy spring. I'll be honest with you, after last year, I'm glad to be really busy. So uh, we're just getting started. Kendra, do you do you foresee a lot of, a lot of movement uh uh, as far as players transferring? I do. I mean, right now I think we're like 1,800 players in the portal. I think all of last year we went like just over 2,000. So there's going to be a lot of players in there. What I had not seen so far, though, is are any high-profile guys. I mean, there are like three or four kids 
that are decently profiled, but there have not been these high-profile transfers that, you know, if you remember back in the the, the, the BU heydays, I mean, uh, Tulane made a living on those guys. You know, and, um, you know Manzella, Mike Owings, and company, and there just aren't those kind of names in there just yet. Um, will, will that be the case? We'll find out, but I don't think it's going to be. I think today in college baseball, I think for the most part, unless you're in a low-major low conference, uh, people are putting a lot of money into college baseball, and you're going to see that with, with how many of these top-profile kids they put. All right, uh, Kendall, uh, and then finally i got to ask you, who's going to get the LSU gig? I mean, right now it looks like my Bianco or Cliff Godwin, unless Scott Woodward just doing a crazy trick job, which he, <laughs> he never really does. I mean, everybody kind of knows going back to the, the Jimbo hire, I mean, that was rumored like in the middle of November of that year. Uh, then the Kim Mulkey hire. I don't. I mean, I don't really think people are that surprised they went after Mulkey, and I'm not sure people are that surprised that you know they were they threw a bunch of money and she took that job. So um, you know, I think Scott makes it abundantly clear who his top choice is, and you know they courted Pat Casey and Kevin O'Sullivan. LSU fans didn't like that, made it well known, so they kind of backed off, and but now they could end up with uh, Bianco or Godwin, which I think both those guys are really good. But, you know, Mike has been to Omaha once in 20 years, and you know, Kevin O'Sullivan went seven times in a decade, and that wasn't good enough. So be careful what you wish for, uh, LSU fans. Hey, Kendall, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks for coming on with us. I know you're busy this time of the year. And Thanks, we, Tom. We good to talk to you, brother. You too. I'll talk to you soon. That is Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball. I'm telling you right now, EP, if it's college baseball, Kendall Rogers knows it. I mean, he eats, breathes, and sleeps it. And if you read his stuff in D1 Baseball, it is terrific. Well, I'm going to have to to do that. I was impressed with his interview, and gosh, what knowledge of the sport! Uh, he does have that, and uh, and man, he is uh, he is back when I was doing Baylor baseball, you know, 20 years ago. He was all over it then. He has been, uh, he has been a part of uh, co- the college baseball scene forever, and I promise you, he'll be on the front row when it comes to the College World Series starting on Saturday. He'll be in Omaha. It is a uh, 4:42, and again, thanks to Kenner Rogers for being a part of the program. 4:42, we are eight. Away from five, uh, and our Ranger Roundup is coming up in just a couple of minutes, right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show, Randy Flagler, our guest, Baylor grad, part of the uh, Chicago Fire uh, television show that is very successful. Through the years, like you see certain character names, and I start laughing because I know it's one of our fraternity buddies, like last name and so on. I, very just, cool. I, I keep it to myself, but it's very funny. I, I remember the first time I noticed that, it was, I think, 2016, when right. Corey Jefferson was a character on the show, <laughs> and, right. and that was obviously an homage to uh, Corey Jefferson, who played basketball at Baylor. Exactly, yeah. No, it's, I think there's little hidden secrets in there that sometimes I might be the only one of the cast you know, that, that gets them. And actually, you mentioned in the Armstrong Browning yeah, Library, yeah. I started laughing. I, I'm I'm hope my mic was off because I had forgotten that the reality thing. But it's oh, like yeah. when I saw it, I was like, is that, did Derek write this one? Like, I got to check it. It's like a total, you know, totally the library, you know. Listen to the voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous Purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. 
Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Dorrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. 800-879-4098. 800-879-4098. 800-879-4098. That's 800-879-4098. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. I love baseball. The Rangers look to split their series with the All right, welcome back in. It is time for the Ranger Roundup here on ESPN Central Texas. It's uh, 446, 14 away from 5, and we will talk a little bit about last night's game. What a terrific game, but what a gut-wrencher for the Rangers. They had a 2-1 lead going to the bottom of the ninth, and they give up a home run in the bottom of the ninth to tie the game at two apiece, go to the top of the tenth, scratch home a run, take a 3-2 lead, and then Jose Altuve hits a slam for a 6-3 walk-off win over the Rangers. So, uh, a, yeah, a 6-3 Astros win over Texas. But, man, oh, man, uh, the, the Rangers just, oh, just gut-wrenching. Uh, Correa with that bottom of the ninth uh, game tire to make it 2-2, and then uh, Altuve with the slam for a 6-3 Houston win. And I think they now have a 5-3 lead in the Battle of the Boots. So uh, there you go. They'll continue that series coming up tonight. Now, the Rangers did jump out to the lead, and they got it when uh, Gallo delivered an RBI double. So Gallo. One, one, he swings and rockets one into right center field, a base hit. That one's going to roll towards the wall and bounces off of it. Garcia hits the bag at third. Tony Beasley sends him home. The relay throw from Correa is not in time as Garcia's in standing up. Joey Gallo at second base, an RBI double. And the Rangers strike first in this one here in the top of the fourth. It's one nothing. That is Jared Sandler with the call on the Texas Ranger radio network. 447, 13 away from five. Now for the Rangers and the Astros, again, they will go at it tonight. It is a, 7-0, a 7-10 
first pitch. Our broadcast will begin at 6.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Jordan Lyles, the right-hander on the mound for Texas. He is 2-4 and four with an ERA of 5.37. And Zach Granke, don't laugh, that's, uh, that's getting better. That ERA was up around 7 earlier this year. Zach Granke, the right-hander on the bump for the Astros. He's 6-2 and two with a 3.68 earned run average with 62 strikeouts. So it's Texas and Houston again tonight from Minute Maid Park down in Houston. And again, our broadcast will begin at 6.30 and uh, the first pitch at 7.10. I've often wondered, EP, with uh, you know a game like last night, and I know you play 162 of them, and you know, if you win it, you, you got to flush it and move on to the next one. If you lose it, you got to flush it and move on to the next one. But, man, when you get beat like the Rangers got beat last night, they had a – a 2-1 lead into the bottom of the ninth. The Correa hits the home run to tie it. They go to extras. The Rangers score again in the top of the tenth to take a 3-2 lead, only to give up the grand slam and lose 6-3. You had two or three opportunities to win the game, and you just didn't. You know, Dusty Baker, it was his birthday It was yesterday. his birthday, yep. 72 years old. Do you know, Tom, do you know who invented the high five? Was it Dusty? It was the year that Dusty... And um, three or four other players uh, hit 20 home runs for the Dodgers. And no one had ever had uh, four, 20, uh, four players that had 20 home runs uh, you know, on a roster. And Dusty had 19. It was the last game of the season. And he hit his 20th home run. And a center fielder, uh, uh, Glenn, oh, gosh, I knew his name yesterday. I can't, uh, oh, yeah, Glenn O'Neill came out of the dugout to celebrate with the rest of his teammates when Dusty rounded third and came in at, at home. And at just and no one had done the high five before. And uh, Glenn threw his hand up, and Dusty just then followed suit and threw his hand up, and they did a high five. <laughs> And that, and after that, everybody was doing the high five. I, I thought maybe he invented the toothpick. Have you ever <laughs> seen Dusty Baker without a toothpick? No. I mean, no. <laughs> it is amazing. Every time there's a shot of Dusty in the dugout or or whatever, he's got that toothpick. He is he is not going to be caught without that toothpick. But well, he probably was a dipper at one time, and 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 uh, could after uh, Major League Baseball banned. Uh, uh, tobacco and the dugout. He probably went to bubble gum and didn't like it, so he had to find something to fill the fill the void. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe. Uh, but uh, I, I just I'm just thinking about the Rangers. Uh, how do they respond tonight after that uh, after that loss last night? And again, man, they had that game won not once but twice. And uh, yeah, it was a heartbreaker, and uh, it was a tough one to lose on the road. And again. Uh, you know, they didn't play so well uh, the last time they uh, played in Houston, but, you know, they uh, more more or less have played Houston very tough this year. And At home. Yeah. They, they, they don't play anybody tough on the road. Yeah. They have played 36, 36 road games, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause they, uh, and they are 10 and, 20, uh, 10 and 26 on the road. Well, the thing that you can uh, – a little bit of consolation there is uh, a moral victory as bad as their record is right now is that it's not the worst in the major in major league baseball no they're 25 and 42 they're just a bad baseball team yeah. uh they're a young baseball team but they're a young bad baseball yeah. team now kyle gibson was terrific on the mound last night and he has been terrific all season long that's a shining spot isaiah kind of to me has been a, a shining spot uh 
in, in the, I guess, the emergence of Endolis uh, Garcia has been a kind of a shining spot. Now, they didn't see that coming. I mean, again, this is a guy that got cut and re-signed to a minor league deal, and then they had an injury called up uh, Garcia, and now they can't get him out of the lineup. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, he just produces. But uh, Connor Falefa moving from third base to shortstop and being as productive as he's been has been uh, a bright spot. And Kyle Gibson on the hill. You know, this is a guy that uh, he clearly is a number one guy. I mean, if you look at his numbers, let's see, from last night, uh, he he went, let's see, I got that right. I think he went five or six innings. Yeah, he went six innings, gave up one run on seven hits. He scattered seven hits and gave up one run in six innings. Uh Struck out three and walked one. His ERA is uh, right around 1.20, right? Uh, no, it's 2.09. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's just over two runs for every nine innings pitch. But, I mean, when you stop and think about that, he allowed eight eight base runners uh, in six innings in just one run. If you go do that, you should put your posi- your team in a position to win every time you go on the, on the, on the field. And that's exactly what he's done. He has not lost – a start this year. He is four and zero. Now he's he's been involved in several no decisions, uh, you know, because he has left some ball games with the lead, only to see uh, only to see his team uh, cough up the lead, and that that was the case again last night. I mean, he leaves the game, and Texas is in a position to win the ball game, and uh, they just can't. So well, as well as he has been uh, pitching, I read on MLB.com last week that uh, as the trade deadline. Uh, gets closer, there his name might be mentioned as a possible uh, trade bait. Uh, you know, and that's fine, and you can go trade him, and, and maybe you do, but you better go get some value for him. You better go get something that can be a long-term piece uh, of the po- of the puzzle when it comes to uh, when it comes to Kyle Gibson, because again, here's a guy that's you know that's performing at a very high level. Again, for a bad team. So, yeah, if you uh, if somebody needs a starter, and and they're willing to go dip into their uh, their system and and give you some quality uh, in return, maybe maybe you look at that. But right now, this is this is a guy that you know when when he goes to the mound, you feel pretty good about your chances. Other guys, not so much. Well, that's a, one of the reasons why that uh, he is such uh, going to be an attractive uh, trade uh, if you know, the Rangers decide to do something like that because he could be go to a contender and um, and his arm could be valuable to a team that uh, is, like, on the line of making the playoffs. So, All right, uh, it is 4.55, five away from five. Let's take a second here and let's talk about our friends at Morrison's Gifts. You know, uh, they're your gift store headquarters, whether it's for a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, a graduation, whatever the case may be. Since 1979, the fine folks at Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store headquarters for every, every occasion. And sometimes... Even no occasion. I love that concept. You know, if uh, if you uh, tend to work yourself in the doghouse on a pretty regular basis, why not go get that gift for no particular reason? Have them gift wrap it, and they'll do it for free, by the way. And then you uh, you, you may have one free get-out-of-jail card there for yourself. And, and we're talking about great gifts like John Hart leather goods, uh, key rings, candles, jewelry, just all kinds of terrific things from uh, – 
from Morrison's Gifts. They're a Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive, and that's uh, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. And they've been in business, as we mentioned, for 41 years. It's 1979. We're talking about Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. 456 from ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers look to split their series with the Astros tonight in Houston. 3-2 pitch hit on the ground to third over the back fair. Holt has it, long throw across, and he got it. You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler, Zach Walchuk, and me. 1-1. He swings and rockets one into right center field, a base hit. That one's going to roll towards the wall and bounces off of it. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 6.30 on the Rangers Radio Network. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BICEP to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BICEP to 321-321. That's BICEP to 321-321. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. At Carrington Dental, we know the importance of getting proper dental care, and we understand finding the right dental plan can be complicated and time-consuming. That's why we created My Dental Choices. Finding quality, affordable dental care doesn't have to be stressful. With plans starting at $8.95 per month, you can choose between dental discount or dental insurance plans. Simply call and let one of our dental plan experts help you determine which plan is right for you and your family. You'll enjoy significant savings on your dental care, no matter which plan you choose. Life is busy enough. Don't add dental care to your list of worries. Discover an affordable reason to smile. Find out how much you can save on your dental care. Call My Dental Choices today to get a customized dental plan quote for you or your entire family. 800-947-4078. 800-947-4078. 800-947-4078. That's 800-947-4078. 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Long legal. All right, 5 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas at our 5 o'clock hour. It's brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's talk some TCU baseball here on this uh, on this Wednesday afternoon as we welcome in from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Drew Davidson to the program. Drew, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate your time today. Uh, so the uh, the frogs turned the uh, turned the keys to the car over to Kirk Sarloose. Obviously, everybody thought that that was going to be the uh, the choice. Correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, for the most part, you know, uh, Kirk, Kirk Sarlos, uh you know, has been with the program for the last nine years. Uh, had one of the best pitching staffs in that stretch. Um, was really kind of the front runner, if you want to call him that, from the start. But with that being said, TC did feel like it. They had to do a national search, uh, make sure they turned over every stone, so to speak, and, and that he was the right guy. And, and it became fairly evident to uh, Athletic Director Jeremiah Donati that uh, yes, indeed, the the best guy, the best candidate. Uh, was just sitting next door to Jim Schlossnagel. Was there any concern that Kirk might uh, start looking around himself during this uh, during this search period? Oh, I, I'm sure. You know, th- there's always you know kind of a fear of that when you have top level assistants who, you know, and, and let's be honest, every coach is usually looking you know to to grow their career and take the next step, so to speak. So. Uh, but with that being said, you know, Kirk, Kirk Sarlos uh, has been very loyal to TCU. He could have gone to Rice. He could have gone to Stanford. Um, the Arizona Diamondbacks and New York Yankees have talked to him in recent years. Uh, and he's always stayed put. So um, this has been his dream job from day one. But with that being said, it wasn't a lock until uh, he kind of went through the process. And, and a lot of former and current players, really spoke on his behalf, and, and in the end, TCU, you know, you, you don't fix what's not broken, so, it, you know, kind of let's just uh, stick with what's been working so far and, and stay in-house and, and go forward that way. Why did uh, Schlossnagel take the Aggie job, in your opinion? Was it just time after 18 years? Yeah, so, and, and I think he probably wanted another challenge, and the SEC's kind of known as – the top baseball conference in the country. Um, you, you know, some people may view it as a lateral move, but, um, you, you know, if you talk to some college baseball insiders or, or national writers, they, they would probably tell you A&M is a better job than TCU. Just when you look at the scholarship situation uh, and tuition costs at TCU compared to a state school like A&M, and, and then you also, uh, like I said, factor in the SEC – um, so I think Jim Schlossnagel kind of was ready for another challenge. Uh, it, the SEC was intriguing to him, I'm sure. He he's, gets to stay in the state of Texas where he's you know, obviously become very familiar and, and knows the Houston area well. So um, I, I think he'll have a lot of success down there. When it comes to the to the TCU program, do you see any major changes? No, I mean, I actually – uh, Coach Mo, Bill, Bill Moziello, uh, has signed a multi-year deal to stay on as kind of the right-hand man for, for Coach Starlos. 
Um, and, and it looks like, you know, they, they haven't made a uh, final decision on a third assistant, but uh, their volunteer assistant, John DeLora, uh, is a strong candidate to get that job. So um, it looks like there could be some in- internal promotion, so to speak. Um, so I, a lot of the staff is going to stay intact, which you would think, <laughs> I guess you never say uh, for sure, but you would certainly think that, uh, that that would keep any current player or whatnot from going to the transfer portal just by them being able to, to really keep the nucleus of the staff there, uh, even though obviously Jim Schlossnagel has been the face for the last 18 years. But um, the behind-the-scenes guys, so to speak, will, will all be saying the same. Talking with Drew Davidson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, covers uh, TCU in the Big 12 for the uh, Star-Telegram. Drew, the uh, – the NCAA baseball tournament, just four teams out of the number two conference in America. Were you surprised by, by just four teams? Uh, somewhat. You, you know, Baylor was right there kind of on the edge of, of possibly getting in. But, uh, you, you know, the, it, it was a top-heavy league, I would say, um, for the most part throughout the season. K-State came on pretty strong and, you know, kind of gave a little flirtation with running the table there in the Big 12 tournament. But, uh, you, you know, te- Texas got through and, and got to the cultural series, so the conference at least has a representative in Omaha. But uh, probably about right just looking at how top-heavy it was. And, and you know, you still had three national seeds in TCU, Texas Tech, and Texas. So, um, overall, I think it was a solid year for the conference. But I, I don't – and we'll see if, if Texas runs the table, obviously – it becomes a great year, but, uh, you know, I, I think the conference, you know, had a pretty uh, solid year all the way around, but not overly uh, special in terms of just being really, really deep this year. I want to get your thoughts on Stanford and Texas Tech. It, it, not that Stanford won the series, but the way they won the series was a little surprising to me. Oh, certainly. I, I mean, I thought Texas Tech, especially, you know, Lubbock is, usually a pretty tough place to go play, especially when you factor in the win, when you factor in, uh, you know, their fan base is always gives them a pretty good home field advantage. So um, to see what Stanford did definitely surprised me. I thought Tech, and like you said, not necessarily that Stanford won, but just in the manner in which they won, uh, that super regional is surprising. But um, with that being said, you know, Tech still – um, obviously, Tim Tadlock's a great coach, and, and they had some really special players. The guy like Jace Young, uh, you, you know, you, you think is going to be in the big leagues probably one day. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely surprising to see Stanford go in to a place like Lubbock and do what they did. When, when you look at the field in, uh, in Omaha, who do you like? Well, I mean, certainly uh, with Arkansas not being there, that, that's a shocker. So I think it's wide open. You know, I, I do think a team like Tenth or uh, a team like Texas, you know, with their pitching and and you know so, some of their starters, I, I think they have a legitimate shot to really go in there and, and make some noise. So um, you, you know, not to be a Big Twelve homer, but I do feel like all eight teams probably feel pretty good about their chances, just in terms of. Um, you know, Arkansas not being there and, and a, a team like TCU and Texas Tech and some of these national seeds getting upset and not making it to Omaha. I think it's going to be wide open and, and it should be a pretty intriguing week in Omaha. 
Hey, uh, we Drew, we, we certainly do appreciate the time. Thanks so much for popping on it and talking Frog Baseball with us today. All right, anytime. Thanks for having me on. Have a good day. That is Drew Davison, the uh, uh, the uh, beat writer for the TCU Horn Frogs in the Big 12 for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Uh, 508-8-Minute Chapter 5, and uh, drive carefully as you make your way home here this afternoon. And our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company, and they are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Apply at 7601 Imperial Drive and EP. Uh, everybody that we've talked to, and it, it's been multiple people <laughs> over the last couple of days, everybody we talked to, they they like the hire uh, in Fort Worth to replace Jim Schlossnagel. Well, they, uh, you know, of course, they're doing it from within, and that's always good because uh, yeah, he obviously he's familiar to the uh, TCU fan base, and they've been very successful, and, uh, you know, they want to see that their success to continue, and what better way is to uh, – Stay close to the vest and keep put somebody in that position that uh, they know, and so it's a good, it's a good selection. But and again, the uh, College World Series does begin this Saturday with uh, a one o'clock first pitch between Stanford and NC State. The nightcap will have Vandy in Arizona. Then the uh, bottom half of the bracket will begin on Sunday with Tennessee taking on Virginia at one o'clock, and the Longhorns and the Bulldogs in Mississippi State will be the nightcap at 6 p.m. So do you think uh, Texas playing Mississippi State, the first rattle out of the box in the tournament, is uh, good for the Horns? I, I, you know, look, if you're going to win it, you got to beat them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're going to have to you're going to have to play who's in front of you, so why not uh, go out and you're going to have your guy, they're going to have their guy. I mean, you know it's going to be Ty Madden on the hill for the uh, Longhorns, and they're going to have their, their guy, so ace against ace, and let's go. I can't wait. I'm going to be glued to my TV yeah, it's going all to be a weekend good game, long. Yeah. So uh, this is fun stuff. And again, if and I, I've said this a million times, if you've never been to the Junior College World Series in Grand Junction, Colorado, or the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska, and you are a sports fan, and obviously you are listening to this program, uh, you owe it to yourself. You want to talk about fun. I mean, absolutely fun then uh, because the competition is fun the cities both in grand junction and in omaha they know how to host this event they've you know they've done it for years and years and years and and, and it is it's more than just a baseball tournament or a championship series or you know it, it, it is it truly is an event and it is fun there's all kinds of things to do outside the ballpark outside uh, you know away from baseball they've they've got it to where you you know let's say you're uh okay for example let's say you're a virginia fan and and so you're not at the ballpark on saturday because you don't play till sunday well there's things going on all over town uh in, in omaha that uh, that you can go do that are non-baseball related they know how to put on the event. And again, I know I sound like a a public service announcement for the uh, City of Omaha Chamber of Commerce, but I'm just telling you right now, uh, when we went in 05... Uh, with with the Bears and uh, you know in in we stayed for a while. Remember we played four games uh, in, in in Omaha. Got the first two wins in Baylor baseball history uh, in Omaha in 2005. So uh, it went two and two in in in, in the event, but. It, it, there was just so much to do, and so much. There was stuff going on outside in the parking lot. Uh, they had tents set up in the parking lot, and it was just, it was just a fun time. And I, you know, that year, EP, uh, it was Nebraska who, at that time, was a member of the Big Twelve. 
you know, they're in Lincoln, which is you can skip a rock from Omaha and hit yeah. Lincoln. Uh, so they were in Lincoln, and you had Texas, uh, and you had Baylor. So you had three Big 12 reps uh, in Omaha, and that made it even more fun because it was people you knew yeah. in, in, in the fan base. And, and watching people line up to try to get tickets from Nebraska was fun because, you know, they're trying to – you know, you're trying – every ticket they could get their hands on, they were snatching up uh, back in uh, back in 05. Now, that didn't last long because they were two in queue. But uh, it, it was fun to have three Big 12 schools there in, in 2005. Yeah, it was. And – and in Grand Junction, Colorado, of course, they have the uh, the JUCO World Series, and MCC of course just uh, recently won a national championship there. Have you ever been to that one? Yeah, I, uh-huh. I've, 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 yeah I've, and what we were talking about this the other day. I don't know how many guys have had the privilege to broadcast both the Junior College World Series and the College World Series, but I have. Yeah. Uh, we were there, I think, in was it seventeen with with um, the the Highlanders and. And uh, we were we were there for in Grand Junction to do the uh, do the McLennan games. I think it was the last time they were there. Uh, I was uh, I was you know doing the radio broadcast for Mitch Thompson's team. So yeah, I've been to Grand Junction. That's what I say. That community is equally as impressive putting on that event as the community is in Omaha putting on the the College World Series. Yeah, and it's so important to the uh, economy of those uh, communities, and uh, they and they rely- just love it. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you, you the 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 civic groups and organizations, they just, you know, whether it's the Lions or whatever, they just love hosting uh, hosting these teams and being a part of the – and it's just – it's it's a great event. It really, really is. Yeah, I went to the uh, National Championship Tournament in Hutchinson, Kansas, one year with uh, McClendon Community College and MCC, the Highlanders, and uh, that was a pretty good show. They, they, they roll out the red carpet for all the kids and the teams that come into their community, and they want them to – leave uh knowing that they were treated very well yes. well it's they want it to be a special event and uh, they make it a special event and, and and again it's more than just games it is indeed a uh, a very special event all right it's five we're 13 after five we're going to take a second and we're going to talk about alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat your friend in the car business they're at 201 west loop 340 and if you want to check out some vehicles and not actually get out in the heat, maybe you want to kind of pare down what you want to look at when you go over to Alan Samuels, well, just check them out online, alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Remember, they are certified by J.D. Power again this year as the winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence. Hey, let's talk Jeep, shall we? See the most decorated SUV available. We're talking about the Jeep, featuring the new 2021 Renegade Latitude with $37.50 off for 1.9% financing for 72 months, plus $500 cash back. How about the Jeep Gladiator Overland with uh, $1,500 off for 3.9% financing for 72 months? The 2021 Chrysler 300 with Fifty-two fifty off or zero percent for eighty-four months, or you can even take a look at the twenty twenty-one Dodge Charger GT forty-two fifty off again, zero percent financing for seventy-two months. That's some of the great deals that's going on right now today at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. Stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk some Ranger baseball. We're going to do it with former Ranger David Murphy. We'll do that next. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very muggy conditions. Low temperatures fall to 73 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow, high of 97. Our heat index tops out at 101. And the same story on Friday, mostly sunny skies, a high of 96 with a heat index right at 100 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, KTON Temple, K230CH Temple, and KBHTHD3 Belmy, K283CD Waco. 517, 17 minutes after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, glad to have you with us as we roll along here on a... Wednesday afternoon. It is time to uh, talk with former Texas Ranger and Baylor Bear David Murphy. David, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. Hey, Tom. How's it going? It's good, man. We appreciate it. Hey, before we, I want to dive into this. Uh, this, this, this. I guess it's a controversy. I don't know. What are, your, <laughs> what, are what are your thoughts on on what's going on with the foreign substance issue? Hasn't this been going on since the beginning of time? It has, and, and Mark McElmore and I addressed this on, uh, on a pregame show on Rangers Live the other day, and here's what we both agreed on. Uh, we, we, we both had a very similar point of view, and we said, yes, this has been going on forever. Um, you know, I guess you could say it is in the rule book, but there's always been a ton of gray area. It's never been black and white. So I said until there is a moment where it is black and white, then players are going to continue to do it. And I really doubt that this issue would even be addressed if offense in Major League Baseball wasn't down as a whole the way that it is. Um, yes, it is disappointing in a lot of ways. Um, you know, that I probably faced a ton of pitchers that put the sticky stuff on their hands and did it help them? Yes. But at the same time, if I'm going to look at it as a whole and from a team perspective, I'm sure plenty of 
I know that some of my teammates used it. I don't know what percentage or how many, but I'm sure it assisted in winning as many games or or more than you know the outs that it made me hit in. In that situation, uh, I'll take it. You know, it's it's something that's probably I would say 75 to 80 percent of the guys probably use it and. In that case, it just, yes, I mean, we, we needed this strict ruling uh, for there to be some clarification on it. Suspension, 10 days, uh, is, is that going to, is that going to fix the issue, if you will? Well, I think the difficult part in it, which, you, you know, the suspension is what it is. Uh, a lot of times that hasn't um, kept players from doing whatever it may be because um, there's, there's a lot of different actions that can result in the consequence of a suspension. I think, you know, the biggest part of the suspension is that you're down a roster spot. You know, a lot of times if there's a suspension, you can replace the player. But the rule states on this one that if you if you lose the player for 10 days, you cannot replace them on the roster. You're going to be down a player. And so I think that makes it a little bit more challenging uh, because you got plenty of guys out there that will sacrifice themselves and what they do for the betterment of the team. But when we're talking about the team as a whole, and if a player is understanding that this is going to hurt the team, um, then I think the, they will think twice about it. David, I put the stuff on the baseball as a pitcher. What does that do for me? I, I mean uh, – since I'm not a pitcher, it's hard for me to say. I mean, you know, the last time I pitched regularly was in high school. And, yes, especially growing up in Texas, there were days when I did not get a great grip on the ball. And uh, I would say, you know, I, I was never a great pitcher, but I would say my strikeout pitch was a curveball. And the day that I was feeling and gripping the ball better um, and had a good feel for it, then I was getting more out. So, you know, what's being talked about is, is spin rate. You know, we live in an analytic world, and baseball is kind of geared toward this sabermetrics analytics world. And, and so, um, yes, so balls that have more spin on them, whether that's the backspin of a four-seam fastball, which essentially makes, say, a 94, 95-mile-an-hour fastball feel like it's 97, 98 miles an hour, and then also if we're talking about the top spin of a curveball, which if you get uh, a higher spin right there, you're just naturally going to get more of a bite on your curveball. So, yes, it's going to make your stuff play up. It's going to make your fastball, your curveball, your slider better. Now, there's, there's other pitches, you know, like the changeup, the split finger, whatever, where the knuckleball, obviously, where those do better with no spin. So I think the pitches that are going to be impacted most are the four-seam fastball, the slider and the curveball. All right, uh, it, it's 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 just confusing. I mean, <laughs> I, I just it, all of a sudden this came out. It, it, it's almost like it came out of nowhere. I read about three weeks ago where four minor leaguers had gotten suspended, and I kind of I kind of chuckled. I said, "Hey, they're putting stuff on the baseball." Well, that's the you know that's been going on since the beginning of time. And then the next thing you know, it is all over the media, and it almost I almost got the feeling that it's a little out of control from our perspective. Would you agree with that? I think it's definitely overblown for, you know, I guess 
to the the average fan who may may not be aware of how much this has gone on in you know in the past, and they think this is a new issue, and then you know you bring up recent instances of cheating, whether it be steroids or whether it be the Astros scandal. Um, you know, fans are always outraged when it comes to stuff like that because they want to see good, clean, pure athletic competition, and so that that taints that a little bit. Um, but anybody who knows the game a little bit deeper than the average fan probably knows that that this is more of a common thing. So, uh, yeah, I guess, and I, I guess I have mixed feelings from a hitter. You know, we we've seen uh, say what Sammy Sosa and random guys throughout the years that if you get caught with a corked bat. I mean, it is, it's usually a harsh penalty, and, and people are really looked down upon for using a corked bat. So uh, I don't know if I would agree with Trevor Bauer in the way that he said that it's equivalent to using steroids. Uh, you know, maybe you could say it's, a, it's equivalent to a, a hitter using a corked bat and maybe getting a little additional assistance. But, yes, I, I do believe that this entire thing is, is a little bit overblown. All right, let, let's talk about the fun stuff. Let's talk about the games. Uh, so the, the game last night, uh, obviously Texas had a couple of opportunities to win the ball game and didn't. And, and I know that, uh, that, you know, whether you win them or whether you lose them, you're supposed to flush it and get ready for the next day. But I'm just curious, you got a young club here that had a couple of opportunities to beat the, to beat the Astros on the road. How do they respond today uh, against Houston t- again tonight? I'll just do the same thing. I think the key is when they get runners in scoring position, they just need to to do a little bit better job there. So, you know, since whatever, early to mid-May, when uh, when this losing streak started, or not not losing streak, but just, um, you know, they, ha- they haven't played as crisp uh, of baseball since about mid-May. And I think a big reason for that is just, the lack of the big hit and not getting hits with runners in scoring position. Uh, the first few weeks of the season, maybe even the first month, a lot of these guys were at the top of the leaderboard uh, individually and as a team for the Rangers, doing well in the big moments with runners in scoring position. And I think, you know, you, you, could, you could argue uh, with what happened and not getting the calls. Uh, Jerry Meals behind the plate last night, there were two calls that DeMarcus Evans should have got. Um, that could have changed the outlook of the game last night. But I think uh, Chris Woodward said it well after the game. You know, he didn't do him, himself any favors when he comes out there. There's a man on second, and he's got eight, nine coming up, and he walked both of them. So that made the situation a lot more difficult. You can control what you can control, and in that case, you just need to throw strikes. Um, and then on the flip side of that, yes, get hits with runners in scoring position because until Nate Lowe, got that hit in the 10th. I believe that the Rangers were 0 for 9 with runners in the scoring position to that point. So um, I feel like a big part of their success is going to be tied to that one statistic offensively. David, talk about Kyle Gibson a little bit for us. Uh, it, it, this is one of the bright spots on this club. He is really going well. And, and not only that, he's just so stinking consistent. Yeah, you got to love it. Uh, and, and you felt for him last year because um, – you know, he came back, he wasn't completely healthy. And so he's grinding, he's battling, battling through, and then he starts to put together maybe in late September, and he's able to carry that over to this year. So just so happy for him that he seems to be completely healthy. Yes, he did have a little bit of a groin issue a few weeks ago. Uh, he seems like he's over that. 
but uh, what what a, uh, a bright spot in this rotation and on this team. Uh, you feel like every fifth day when he goes out there that the Rangers have a, a really good chance to win. The Astros have uh, the best lineup in baseball. I mean, statistically, they're at the top or second in the league, in the American League in a lot of different categories. So it's you could easily argue that they are the best offense in the American League, and he shut them down last night. All right, uh, so what do you guys got uh, got coming up on Bally Sports tonight? What can we check out? And who are you with, by the way? What do you mean? Uh, oh, I'm with, uh, I'm, I'm with Dave Raymond tonight. Okay. And uh, I know early in the game we're going to talk a little bit about Zach Greinke and just uh, what makes him so special since, uh, you know, he doesn't have the velocity that he used to have. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of what we're going to talk about. And from there, we'll just – let the situations and the game dictate everything else. Hey, David, we appreciate it. Thanks so much uh, for your time, and, and uh, love talking baseball with you, buddy. Have a great day. Always always enjoy it. Thanks, Tom. Talk to you soon. That is uh, David Murphy going to be working the game tonight uh, on uh, on Valley Sports. So uh, that will be uh, coming up tonight. Uh, as uh, the Rangers take on the Houston Astros. So, uh, and a lot of times David will work the pregame and postgame show, and a lot of times uh, he's in the booth. So they use him in a lot of different ways. And, man, he is uh, he is such a terrific guy. Uh, in a – and he was so much fun, uh, EP, to watch uh, when he was uh, when he was playing here for uh, for Steve Smith and the Bears back in uh, – I guess I started watching him oh two oh three somewhere in that neighborhood. But uh, – Terrific player, and of course, drafted by Boston, and mm-hmm. ended up playing with the Rangers. And I can you imagine growing up uh, in the Metroplex, and and, and 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 then ended up playing uh, with the Rangers, and or growing up in Texas, and ended up playing with the Rangers. Well, I have a, a special memory when he was uh, playing in Class B ball in Hickory, North Carolina, and uh, we had uh, were have, on vacation up there, and uh, went to uh, somewhere up in Virginia or wherever it was. But on the way back. We, we dropped off in Hickory to see Zach Duke pitch. And uh, he was um, in Class B ball there at Hickory, North Carolina. And so it's the day after the 4th of July. The 4th of July game got rained out, so we decided to go ahead and go. And uh, Zach was pitching that day. and uh, But then uh, Murphy was in the lineup. And, I, of course, I remember when he played at Baylor, and uh, it was a special treat to watch, uh, you know, two guys you're, you're familiar with uh, a long way from home. And I think and I'm sure that, uh, uh, you know, Murphy felt the same way. But Zach, when we had uh, dinner after the game, he said, gosh, it's sure good to see some familiar faces. <laughs> <laughs> David was one of those guys. He didn't say three words. He didn't have to. I mean, you, you watched him play, and you went, wow. Yeah. I mean, he, he there was no, hey, I, you know, watch me. There was no patting himself on the back. Uh, he he just quietly went about his business. He was absolutely terrific to, to, to watch, and he was so much fun. And, and again, a great guy to be around. Mm-hmm. All right, so 530. We're running a little late here in this segment. But, man, as long as we can get David Murphy to talk baseball with us, we're going to. We're going to step aside right here. When we come back, we're going to talk with Kenny Duran from Cottonwood Creek Golf Course. We're going to talk a little bit about the U.S. Open. We'll do it next right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986, the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, 
he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems. I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. All right, 533, this is game time here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Todd Barfield, nice to have you with us as we uh, roll through a Wednesday afternoon. Drive safely if you're on your way home. Uh, we are going to talk some golf, and we're going to do it with uh, Kenny Duron from Cottonwood Creek Golf Course. Kenny, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Tom. Doing fine. Hey, let's, uh, let's dive into this thing. The U.S. Open, first of all, are we going to have a brawl? Will there be a brawl between Kepka and DeChambeau? I love it. I love a little bit of a rivalry. Uh, those two guys, both are pretty uh, strong-spirited, and uh, I think the gamemanship makes it uh, pretty fun and interesting to watch. There, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this, is there? Oh, not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, this this happened back in the when the Europeans and Americans uh, in the early '80s uh, were buttonheads, and uh, it uh, I, I think it makes it all more interesting. I'm not sure which one said it, Kenny, but one of them said it's not that big a deal. We just don't like each other. (laughs) 
that could be true. At least they know where they stay. <laughs> Absolutely. So when uh, when you look at stuff like this, is is a little gamesmanship, a little uh, little rivalry there? Is that good for the game, in your opinion? Uh, definitely. A little spice. I think a little tension kind of adds uh, some interesting uh, some interest to it. Um, I, I'm excited about watching it. I can tell you that. They're in San Diego, Torrey Pines, and uh, we, we all know Phil Mickelson uh, has played a million rounds there. Can he win this golf tournament at 51? Why not? I mean, you saw what he did at the PGA. I, uh, you know, I don't, I'm certain he's not you know, my favorite, but uh, it would not surprise me to see Phil have a great tournament. Who is your favorite? Man, I like Rom. Uh, I just think after what happened to him um, – in a tournament, tournament a couple of weeks ago at the Memorial that uh, he just, uh, you know, he was lapping the field. And for that to happen, and the way he carried himself, oh, my God, uh, I just thought that was classy. And I, I wish him the best. And I, he, he's got all the tools. And I, 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 would, I would be happy if he won, honestly. You know, I, I honestly was going to ask that question about, uh, about John Rahm and, and how he responds. I mean, because clearly, Kenny, uh, he had, what, a six-stroke lead. He was going to win the golf tournament, win, win the purse. It, it, he was clearly devastated because he, he was not sick. He was very much asymptomatic, and he was absolutely devastated when they came uh, onto the green and told him uh, that, uh, you know, that he was positive. Oh, no doubt, and there is – I cannot remember, but maybe one other time uh, when Tiger was doing something, when Nicholas just couldn't quite grasp it. And as Nicholas was kind of watching this tournament come in, I mean, he was there, and he was talking about there was John Rahm and, and then the rest of the field. So what he was doing that week was that he was in a different level than uh, everybody else. And I, I've got a feeling he's going to be up there contending this week. All right, I also read, and uh, I'm going to come back to the golf course in just a minute, but also read where the PGA is close to banning the, the green reading books. Uh, and Roy McIlroy was quoted as saying that all the players want the books banned. What's the, what's the deal there, and what, why is it such a big deal? Well, it sure gives out a whole lot of information, and uh, I think it might take away just a little bit from the instinct of the players. Uh to where, you know, those books have every undulation and tell you what everything is supposed to do. And, I mean, I, I really feel that, you know, part of, of golf at that level is getting a feel and, and, and interpreting the information. And uh, to have so much information there, it kind of takes the green reading perspective, you know, to takes a step back, actually. How do you think the golf course is going to play uh, Torrey Pines in San Diego? Because I would tell you, as a as a golf fan, as a spectator, sometimes I, I think, and rightfully so, the U.S. gets a knock, uh, the U.S. Open gets a knock, because, again, I, I'm all about if you want to penalize a player for a bad shot, penalize him. But, man, alive, sometimes I think the U.S. Open penalizes a player for a good shot. I think the USGA and their team has, has done spectacular jobs over the past few years uh just trying to challenge the player in every aspect i mean it's not dominant in in one way so uh whoever you know it it has a unique way of finding out who is the best player that week overall and uh you know just requiring them to you know you're not going to overpower the course and you're going to have to use most every 
club in the bag in order to uh, get through that course. When you look at the U.S. Open and when it's played on the West Coast as compared to the Midwest or even the East Coast, does, it, does, the, does the golf tournament take on a different personality? I think Torrey Pines is just, I mean, any, anything there on the West Coast, uh, especially in the California area, just seems to just you know, on the ocean, Pebble Beach, Torrey Pines, it's just the beauty of it. I mean, the natural beauty of it just kind of seems to to just add something to the tournament. All right. Uh, who wins and why? I think Rom. I think after what he did uh, at Memorial, I think even though he didn't get to finish, he's going to have uh, take away a bunch of uh, confidence. And the guy has it all. He has it all, and I, I really would like to see that uh, happen for him. Okay, that's your favorite. Do you have a dark horse? Is there somebody that we are like, there's no way, and uh, and that guy can win the golf tournament? Bubba Watson. Uh, watch out! Watch watch out for Shuffley. I mean, he, he's from that area. Great putter, has all the skills. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not in the in the hunt last nine on Sunday. Kenny. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Uh, by the way, anything cooking over at Cottonwood? What do you guys got going on? Uh, we're trying to survive. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of winter damage uh, on our greens uh, from the weather this this winter. Uh, greens are starting to come in. Everything else is is, is in awesome shape, and uh, we're looking forward to getting a little heat, getting some more grass growing, and uh, fully recovering. I was going to tell you, I looked out the uh, the window of the uh, of the radio station out on, I think it is 17, uh, 17 and, and, and 16, and I'm like, the golf course is in pretty good shape right now. So uh, you guys have done a terrific job. Thanks, Tom. Hey, have a great one. See you later. That is uh, Kenny Duran from uh, Cottonwood Creek Golf Course. And and I, I did. I was looking at uh, 16 and 17 today. And, man, uh, a lot of play, and it is uh, ends in great shape. So he likes John Rahm. And I was curious, EP, how how John Rahm will how, – how he'll respond to – because, again, here's a guy fixing to win the Jack Nicklaus's tournament. He's going to win the Memorial. He's got, he's got a six-stroke lead. He can't lose this golf tournament the way he was playing. He's playing out of his mind. And next thing you know, the PGA officials are saying, tap, tap, come with me. You've got, you've got COVID, and you're now going into quarantine. Devastated. He was literally devastated, and, and I, I get it. I mean, you know, wouldn't you? Yeah. I was, well, you know, I was uh, doing high school football games last year and, uh, you know, was enjoying it, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, I'm going to quarantine, and I uh, have to miss uh, the next two weeks, and uh, you know I didn't like that. It was uh, very devastating to me because you know th- you know this is something that I have a passion for and I like to do. I could only imagine what he went through. I mean, it must have been a, must have lost some hair over yeah, that. Yeah, it's one. a little <laughs> more than a passion for him. It's a it's a living, uh, and, and you know he's he's a competitor. All right, uh, it is five forty two. We're eighteen away from six. This is game time. And it's on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers look to split their series with the Astros tonight in Houston. 3-2 pitch hit on the ground to third over the back fair. Holt has it, long throw across, and he got it. Have you seen my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler, Zach Walchuk, and me. 1-1. He swings and rockets one into right center field, a base hit. That one's going to roll towards the wall and bounces off of it. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 6.30 on the Rangers Radio Network. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Think of everything you do to provide for your family. A home, food on the table, health care, vacations, and saving for your kids' education. It's all good as long as you're alive. But it's only a drop in the bucket of what they'll need if you die without life insurance. Buying term life insurance is not something you can afford to put off. Call the Term Lifeline now for the lowest possible rates on quality term life insurance. Term life rates are at all-time lows, and we can save you up to 70%. If you already have coverage, you could be paying too much. One call could save you thousands of dollars. We have great rates for smokers, too, or if you have health problems. Providing for today is good, but it's not enough if you die prematurely. Call the Term Lifeline today for a free quote. Protect your family and see if you could save up to 70%. 866-549-TERM. 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 That's 866-549-8376. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for their menu. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, uh, 546. We're 14 now away from 6 o'clock. A Wednesday afternoon drive to the house. Tom and EP, we're glad you're with us here on a, uh, what is this? Yeah, Wednesday, as we just mentioned. All right, uh, let's get to the grab bag here this afternoon. And uh, we're going to begin, and, and again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to fool you and tell you that I watch a lot or pay a lot of attention to the NBA. That's just one of those, you know, I don't like everything. And I'm sure, you know, everybody, some may not like baseball. Some may not like, you know, whatever. I'm just, I love college basketball. I just have never dove into the NBA. It just, I'm just, even when it's playoff time, I mean, I just, I'm just not that guy. 
Well, many years ago, uh, I felt the same way. And I went through a long period where I ignored the NBA. And then Pat Riley and Larry Bird were back in the game again. And I got back in the game and loved it. And um, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I keep up with it. So, All right. So longtime Dallas Maverick president of basketball operations and general manager Donnie Nelson is out after 24 seasons uh, running that franchise and being a part of that franchise. You know, his dad was the coach there for a long time. But uh, and, and they're coming off what I think is a successful season. Uh, and, and, you know, and again, it's a young basketball team. Uh, and, and they got some nice parts to build their basketball team around. I wonder what's going on there. 24 years, hit the road, Jack. Well, it all starts and ends with uh, Cubans, so I'm sure it has something to do with him. Well, there's no, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, he's the president and the owner of the thing. But why now? Uh, why is it, why is uh, why is Donnie Nelson out as the uh, as the president of basketball operations and the GM? So, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that it will uh, we'll, we'll hear it and we'll know about it. But I'm just kind of curious, you know, in and I guess this is the correct time. I mean. You know the season's over for the Mavs, and and um, and if you're going to make decisions and make moves, I guess this is the time of the year. But I'm thinking 24 years, man. He's part of the furniture. Yeah, he's been through a lot with Mark Cuban, and you think that uh, all through that lawsuit where his father sued the Mavericks, uh, and but and he stayed with him and stayed loyal to Mark Cuban. And then this happens, and now he's gone for unexplained reasons. So. There you go. Uh, so you know, obviously, we're kind of we're gonna kind of keep an eye on that story, just out of curiosity. If nothing else, I want to know what happened and why it happened. And again, uh, I, I promise you, our resident NBA expert uh, uh, Matt Mosley will be on top of this one. And once uh, Stephen Simcox gets back uh, in, into the fold, he will uh, he'll be a part of this thing. He he likes and follows the NBA very, very closely. But I'm just kind of curious what's going on there. All right, uh, three Baylor baseball players were named to the 2021 ABC Rawlings All-Central Region with Andy Thomas being tabbed to the first team, and Luke Boyd and Jared McKenzie were selected to the second team, uh, and that was announced today. Uh, Thomas finished his time at Baylor with a career-best 337 uh, batting average uh, in, in 2021 uh, to go along with uh, a career-high 11 home runs and 60 RBIs while starting all 51 games behind the plate. Did you hear what I just said? He started 51 baseball games behind the plate. That is remarkable. That'll wear your knees out. Uh, I mean, <laughs> normally, it, 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 at any level, you get a three-game series, uh, you know, the catcher will... Uh, if he doesn't get a game off in the three-game series, he gets the Tuesday night game off. But Andy Thomas caught all 51 games for Coach Rod and the Baylor baseball team. That uh, That's incredibly impressive. Why do you think uh, the Bears didn't get an invite? I, I, because the way they finished the season, mm -hmm. I mean, they they struggled down the road. They you know they they dropped two out of three to Oklahoma State. They dropped uh, I believe two out of three to Oklahoma, and then they went to the Big Twelve tournament and they lost both games in the Big Twelve tournament. Their body of work, in my opinion, said that they belonged in the in the field of sixty four. I, I don't think there's any question. Their overall record, their body of work, where they finished in the league, all of those kind of things. I believe that they should have been in the tournament. But one thing I, I've been told before is that those last eight to ten games, basically how a team is going, 
uh, is uh, is also very, very important. And I will tell you this, even though they had a, a horrendous uh, uh, RPI, Kansas State really finished strong down the down the stretch, and I think they were very much in consideration as well. I think both Baylor and Kansas State were in consideration, and you know you come to find out the Bears were the first team out, and again in in the in the year of COVID and and everything that's going on there, should a team have had COVID, then they would have. Uh, they would have been the first to to take their place. But I don't think Coach Rod and the Bears wanted to get into the tournament that way. I think they felt like they earned their way in, and I'm, I don't disagree with them. I think they earned their way in too. So, But unfortunately, I, I think those last six, eight, ten games of the season was why they uh, weren't in. And again, that's just my opinion, but I, I do know this. Those, those last games, they count. I mean, they absolutely count. Get a couple of wins in Omaha, in, uh, in, in Oklahoma City, and you're probably there, so there you go. All right, uh, that is that is it for the grab bag, and that's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Many thanks to all of our guests for being a part of the program. We'll do this again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the Texas Longhorns leaving Austin today, headed for Omaha. They'll open play on Sunday in the College World Series. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Howdy, Waco. This is Joe Blanick from Blanick's Custom Catering saying thank you for your business. We've been catering the Waco area for the past 25-plus years and enjoyed feeding and serving you. From Big Daddy hamburgers to prime rib and lobster, Mexican, Italian, barbecue, crawfish boil, fried catfish, a whole pig for a luau, or just good old comfort food, we at Blanick's do it right. 753-5444 or Blanick's.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, orthopedic spine care, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Celebrate the national championship in style with apparel from the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Now let's see what's making news in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. It's a 1 p.m. send-off from Dishfalk Field in Austin today for the Texas Longhorns baseball team headed to Omaha in the College World Series that begins this weekend. Texas making a record 37th trip to the College World Series. They have gone at least once in nine consecutive decades They'll open Sunday in Omaha against Mississippi State. Head coach David Pierce asked, 
when he knew this team had the chance to be Omaha bound at the end of the season? Well, I think it's a it's a carryover from our 14 and 3 start in 20. And then I've never I think we've talked a lot about it, but they're just not afraid of anything. And and when you have a team that kind of is verbal, uh, to me, they're not they're not passive at all. They're not afraid to fail. And when they have had setbacks, they're not afraid to go back in and try to fix it and try to work on it to get better. There's just so many different ways to describe them. I mean, really, it, it's just some clutch hitting. Uh, if it's not clutch hitting, it's leadership from Ty Madden and Tristan Stevens and paving the way. We talk about culture, and that's another word that's just kind of thrown around. The way I describe it, it starts with people. And if you can have great culture because you have great people and then they can be a continuation of whatever the message is, then, you know, you got a chance. And they've been a continuation of that. David Pierce and the Texas Longhorns opening play in the College World Series Sunday at 6. They'll play Mississippi State in their World Series opener. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fouts, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at. And they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from two to 3 PM here on the home of the bears, ESPN central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Are you nearly maxed out on your credit cards? It doesn't matter if you're using your credit cards for fun or to survive. At the end of the month, your statements come in. And you can either pay them or you can't. If you can't, late fees and interest rates get tacked on. And now you're struggling just to make the minimum payment due. Do you feel trapped? Am I talking to you? 
Good, because I personally researched some companies that can help you. They may be able to reduce your credit card balances by 50% and stop the late fees. If you qualify, please call our special debt hotline number right now for a complimentary free five-minute consultation. Deal with your credit card problem now before it gets much worse and put more money back in your pocket. Trust me, I've been there too. Call right now. 800-948-1659. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. I love baseball. The Rangers look to split their series with the Astros tonight in Houston. 3-2 pitch hit on the ground to third over the back fair. Holt has it, long throw across, and he got it. You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler, Zach Walchuk, and me. 1-1. He swings and rockets one into right center field, a base hit. That one's going to roll towards the wall and bounces off of it. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 6.30 on the Rangers Radio Network. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, KTON Temple, K230CH Temple, and KBHTHD3 Belmy, K283CD Waco. ...is out for tonight's Game 5 against the Jazz with a right knee sprain. ESPN's Have Ramona Shelburne. That's right. That the ACL is involved here, but it's, it's enough swelling in the knee right now that they need to have more tests done to see exactly what the injury is and the severity of it. So right now they're prepared to be us. without Helmet him. Aerospace. Game five, and and essentially the team is preparing to be without him for the rest of the series. Ramona Shelburne on today and Golic Jr. Leonard got hurt in Game Four. Jazz guard Mike Conley Jr. is out again for tonight with a sore right hamstring. That series tied at two. Also tonight, game five for the Hawks and 76ers. That series tied at two. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports Hornets guard LaMelo Ball is the NBA Rookie of the Year. Scott Brooks is out as head coach of the Wizards. His contract expired after five seasons. The two sides couldn't agree on a new deal. And after only one on the job, Stan Van Gundy is out as coach of the Pelicans. The team finished 10 games under 500 and missed the play-in turn. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports Pell's assistant Fred Vinson will get serious consideration for the head coaching job. Baseball finals today. The White Sox beat the Rays 8-7 on Yazoo.